1: and current events from a biblical perspective 2020 on vision
0: you have probably noticed but the election season is well and truly on us tomorrow voters go to the polls in the act and if we cast our eyes across the tasman voters are also going to the polls in new zealand Now we're just two weeks away from an election in the state of Queensland, an important one there where the Labor Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk is looking to a third term as the Premier in Queensland. Then of course just the week after. On the 3rd of November, the US presidential election. And if you're watching news headlines anywhere, you'll know that often the US election dominates even the local elections that are happening here in Australia. Bill Muhlenberg's been monitoring along what's happening and also reflecting on our Christian responsibility when it comes to elections. Bill, welcome back to 2020.
1: It's great to be back.
0: Bill, we've had conversations similar to this before, but here we are in an election season, and still there will be Christian believers who just take this in their stride, are influenced by the advertising they're seeing on their televisions and on their social media and not giving a lot of thought to their Christian conscience when they cast their vote. What are your thoughts?
1: Yes, well, sadly, you're right. A lot of Christians are not thinking through this uh, carefully and prayerfully, they should be. Uh, Well, it depends where you live in America. Of course, voting is not even compulsory. So there'd be plenty of Christians there who, you know, probably thinking, I couldn't be bothered. I won't even vote. So it's even worse in that case. I mean, here you have to vote. So (laughs) that's, That step, at least, is taken away from us. But uh, still, who to vote for, which party, which candidate, uh, which one hopefully reflects more of godly values and biblical principles. That should always be at the forefront of our thinking and prayers as we uh, consider these things. So, yeah, but sadly, too many Christians, as you say, are not thinking along these lines. They may just vote the way they were raised, their parents voted one way or another, so they do it as well, and they don't even give it a second thought. So, uh, yeah, in my recent articles I've looked at this and uh, the importance of being a good citizen. We're not just citizens of heaven, but, of course, of this world as well, and we need to be salt and light and represent Christ accurately in every area, and that includes the political realm.
0: Bill, a lot of people use it almost as an excuse uh, not to really get into some of the issues. The idea that they're all as bad as one another and it doesn't matter if uh, the left or the right side gets elected to power, they're all going to do the wrong thing. What are your thoughts, Bill, about how you think more deeply, perhaps along the lines of the issues, the policies of the parties?
1: Yeah, that's a problem as well that too many Christians are looking for perfection in their candidates, otherwise, nothing. Um, Well, as I always say, I've got news for these people. As far as I'm aware, Jesus is not running for office this time around, whether ACT or Queensland. Uh, We have to deal with who is running. And uh, in a fallen world, guess what? There are no perfect candidates, just like there's no perfect church, no perfect pastor, even, dare I say it, no perfect Christian radio station host or interviewee. So, yeah, we all are uh, far from where we should be, but uh, in a fallen world, that's expected. But God still wants us to get involved and uh, you know, if if you want to talk in terms of voting for the lesser of two evils, well, so be it. But still, we have an obligation to vote and to vote for those who will be closer, at least, again, to biblical values, biblical principles. And uh, I think even in ACT in Queensland, we do have some. Uh, choices to be made. There is some distinctions between the main parties, and so that's worth uh, being aware of.
0: Well, there's no substitute, Bill, for doing your own personal research, even picking up the phone and calling your local candidate or even calling other candidates. But there are some ways that Christians can become a little more informed and uh, one of those, the Australian Christian Values Checklist, is out. A number of checklists that are around for Christians to take a hold of and make use of. Uh, What's on this year's Australian Christian Values Checklist?
1: Yes, well, we do have one for both the ACT and Queensland. So, uh, as usual, there's around 20 questions. All of the major parties, at least, are listed. And then we ask each one where they stand on any number of important issues. It might be something like uh, gambling or, uh, you know, where you stand on the sexualization of children or what about pornography, what about abortion, what about euthanasia. Of course, both Queensland and ACT have got some of those key issues, uh, which will be decided depending on who wins the election. So this chart gives you at a glance uh, some clarity as to where the parties stand. We do a uh, well, we try to do a pretty thorough job getting uh, either policy positions that are online, or their past voting records, or what the leaders have said. So we try to be as careful as we can to have a very accurate assessment of where each party stands on some of these crucial issues that certainly Christians should be concerned about. So that's, uh, as you say, one of many uh, various groups, ACL and others, Family Voice. They have important uh, election helps as well available but yeah whatever you do try to make use of some of these helps and uh, so you can vote with an informed and hopefully a Christian informed uh, conscience
0: and i imagine that if you're at all worried about whether one checklist might actually be a accurate reflection of Christian conscience and ethical Uh, thought on these things you can compare those checklists and you can make that as part of your research Hey, let's cast our eyes across the seas to the US election because uh, while the New Zealand election is important what happens there won't be as dramatic an effect on Australia but what happens in the United States bill will have an effect on the whole world Uh, so looking Mm. at the US election uh, there's a big uh, difference between the two sides there and there's this thought that If Democrats win back power, they'll pretty much undo a lot of the things that Christians would say are good things that have been achieved by Donald Trump. What are your thoughts for the importance of the upcoming U.S. election?
1: Yeah, quite right. Um, Like it or not, what happens in the U.S. does cast a shadow over the rest of the world for good or ill. So if good things are happening uh, there, uh, they may uh, filter through into Australia and elsewhere. And yes, you're quite right. The Democrats this time around are probably the most radically far left uh, political party, certainly mainstream party that America has ever seen. We've never seen such uh, massive shifts uh, to the far left in America as we do now with the Democratic Party. So, uh, you know, even if Joe Biden is trying to present himself as a moderate, he isn't. But his running mate is a full tilt radical. And, of course, uh, well, Joe's getting old. And there's huge questions whether he'd even make a full term if he were elected. So it's pretty much a question of uh, Kamala Harris and the rest of the radicals effectively taking control if they do win. And as you say, uh, all the initiatives, I mean, simply pick one, probably the most uh, strongly and consistently pro-life president ever has been Donald Trump in the last four years. He's probably done more for the cause of uh, uh, protecting the unborn than any other president has. We know all of that will be undone instantly if the Democrats get in. So it'll be a real setback certainly for millions and millions of unborn babies, but it'll be a setback for so many other areas. The Democrats will want to stack the Supreme Court. They're talking of expanding the number of justices, uh, bringing in extra statehood measures, in fact, to give them more uh, clout in the Congress. Uh, Just so many areas, radical sexual agendas, they're always keen on various socialized, uh, initiatives. It's going to be uh, scary stuff, indeed. So I think Christians, at very least here in Australia, we need to pray for what does happen in America. Trump is certainly not perfect, and uh, four years ago I was uh, cautious quite a bit about him. But now I can see there's just there's no contrast at all. There's no comparison. Uh, a Trump win will. At best, hold the rot and keep things from going down the tubes, but a Democrat win will be, you know, you almost hate to be apocalyptic here, but you think, gee, will that be the last election America will have if that happens? So, very important indeed. we got to pray.
0: We've got to pray. Let's talk about prayer for a moment here because we've got our Australian elections coming up. The ACT tomorrow, you've got two weeks away, the Queensland state election and for all Australians to be praying about The elections in both the ACT and in Queensland, unless we get on our knees, uh, we're only going into battle in our own strength, Bill, because what Christians perhaps need more than ever is to be in the courts of the Lord and expect the hand of God to move according to uh, the idea of righteousness that might exalt a nation. So there is a call here for all of us to be on our knees.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, vital that we do. We know that this is not just about politics. This is uh, ultimately spiritual battle. When you have some candidates or parties that have official platform policies, such as, again, the killing of the unborn or the war on marriage and family, that's not just a bunch of political issues. That's really some spiritual principles that lie behind it. So every Christian should be aware of the vital importance of prayer, but as we keep saying, it's always got to be both. Uh, you got to pray on the one hand and work uh, on the other, in this case, voting wisely and carefully. Uh, so if we just vote with no prayer, we probably won't get far, but if we pray without being very uh, clear about how we proceed at these elections, it can also be problematic. So uh, we got to do both. We can't say which is more important. It's like Spurgeon talking about prayer or reading the Bible. You know, which is more important? He said, well, what's more important, breathing in or breathing out? We have to do both. And in this case, we have to pray, do some spiritual warfare, but we also want to encourage one another as to, Well, what we could call, uh, you know, some better voting uh, patterns than others. I think there are some parties that are better than others, and uh, we should be encouraging those kind of outcomes.
0: Well, it's a matter of looking carefully at what parties stand for in their election platform and letting your Christian conscience guide the way that you might cast your ballot. And uh, those who are looking to get some insight here into the things we're talking about today, I'll point you to Bill Muhlenberg's, uh, one of his latest articles that we've been talking about today. The article is called Elections and Christian Responsibility. You'll find it at BillMuhlenberg.com. Or you can simply Google Culture Watch One Word and you'll find that article. Bill Muhlenberg, thanks so much for your insights once again today on 2020.
1: Always a pleasure. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.